0: Alright fellow fact checkers, be sure to head over to Fox and Sons Coffee and check out the best coffee sponsor a guy could ever hope for. And if you use the code FCT for fact check this at checkout, you will get 18% off any order of $25 or more. Also, be sure to check out the subscription packages. And any order of $37.99 or more goes free shipping. Check out the light blend, the dark blend, the uh, medium blend, the electric boogaloo, and the decaf. Be sure to check out Fox and Sons Coffee. So let's start the show. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. Alright, Fact Check This Podcast, and we have some follow-up to the Zoolock uh sexual abuse of the adopted boys case that's going on. Also, as I record this, there is a hearing that's supposed to be happening today and more information is also supposed to be coming out from town hall today as well. So hopefully I'll have some additional follow-up to this here pretty quickly. But uh, since I've just got done with the four part series, and there's follow up stuff. I wanted to keep this going and kind of cover everything consecutively uh and get it all out there all at once and and then then we can move on to the other things i do I do have other things on the docket. It's not going to be uh uh this podcast is not going to exclusively cover this topic forever, but for right now um because there is so much on it. And because it is so fucked up, and there's also no coverage being done whatsoever, I really, really feel like it's important to do this. Um, so, so I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to get it all out there as best I know how, and this is this is the best way I know how. Uh, so let's go ahead and we'll uh, we'll pop up the the new articles. There are two of them. One of them is from a couple weeks ago. And the other one just came out uh, within the last week or so. So let's uh, let me find those and we will get rolling. Uh, Not that one. The Zulak case the attorney for the accused child rapist files a motion to withdraw. Uh, So, for those who are watching the video, what you'll see is uh, town hall has, or uh, all ads have been removed from these articles uh, because of the nature of the content and uh advertisers don't want their uh they don't want to be associated with this story at all like that's that's i thought that was kind of interesting and that just happened um i don't recall that being the case with the other ones when i was doing those like this i think this has just happened over the last couple weeks that the the advertisers have asked that they're um that their ads be withdrawn or covered in any of these articles. So that's pretty fucking uh, weird, I guess. I don't know what the correct way to describe that is, but yeah. So following the publication of Town Hall's explosive four-part investigative series into this uh, alleged suburban LGBTQ pedophile ring near Atlanta, the criminal defense attorney representing t- the activist gay couple currently facing multiple life sentences for violent, serial, sexual abuse of their adopted 11- and 9-year-old sons has moved to withdraw as legal counsel from one of the married men. Georgia-based lawyer John E. Haldi filed a motion on January 19th requesting permission to withdraw as 35-year-old accused child rapist Zach Zulock's counsel of record ahead of a motion hearing scheduled for Wednesday morning. The four-page motion says that Zachary, who has entered a plea of not guilty, is now seeking another attorney as the case is expected to head to trial. As of this week, Haldy remains the attorney for Zachary's husband, 33-year-old William Zulock, who maintains in a series of jailhouse calls exclusively shared with Town Hall that he had no idea and didn't know about a lot of stuff that went on. Zachary initially blamed William for initiating the routine alleged sexual, uh, sexual abuse when he was interrogated by police following the July 27th armed raid of the Zulock mansion, Walton County's District Attorney Randy McGinley told the court in September. McGinley admitted his own motions to sever the locks, who are cur- or who are jointly indicted as co-defendants at trial and subsequently disqualify Haldy due to an apparent conflict of interest. If severed and limited immunity is granted, Zachary and William can be called upon to testify against each other from the witness stand. It's a move that has left the marital partners in shambles. <clears throat> Walton County can go to hell for asserting that we can't have the same lawyer or some BS like that, William reacting to McGinley's motion, texted a family member from a digital tablet supplied in pre-child attainment. As part four of Town Hall's investigation covered, hopefully Howdy can represent both of us still, William wrote through an inmate messaging application. It would be no point in having two lawyers doing the same thing. I think it's the DA trying to part us from our lawyer, he added. Howdy informed Zachary that the court is likely to rule in the prosecutor's favor, according to new text messages he sent from Barrow County Detention Center. How do I decide between the two of you? Howdy asked Zachary during his last visit to the lockup. William had first retained Howdy with a $10,000 down payment, and now his side of the family is stuck incurring the service fees that have amassed to approximately $50,000, the relative who is speaking out to provide a voice for the children, told Town Hall. Figure I'd find me a public defender, Zachary told a different relative via a jail ATM chat. Let Haldie keep representing William so that no money is lost or wasted, so that we don't risk the judge dismissing Haldie from both of us. I was trying to prevent a disaster. But the county's indigent defense program determined that the co defendants are ineligible for a court appointed attorney in denial letters addressed to William and Zachary, where the latter's supposed $7,500 per week income. Is the noted reason. I still don't understand how like where does that come from? Whew. Zachary has found a lawyer in the meantime who is willing to take on the case, but he just can't get anyone to pay for the legal representation, per another family member's knowledge. The wealthy couple's assets were swiftly seized after a judge signed off on a probate cause seizure warrant, and McGinley's office is additionally pursuing a civil complaint to forfeit the pair's property. Wednesday's courtroom proceedings will take place before Judge Jeffrey L. Foster and Judge presiding over the Zulak case and all matters related. Including the respective criminal case for 27-year-old Hunter Lawless and the 25-year-old Luis Viscaro Sanchez, whom the Zulocks allegedly solicited to engage in acts of prostitution with their older special needs adopted son. Two counts of human trafficking for sexual servitude have since been tacked on to the 17 other child sex crimes Zachary is accused of, according to an order required that he be temporarily transferred to Walton County Jail, where William is housed, for the upcoming court date. Both of the former adoptive fathers were already charged with two felony counts of prostituting a minor. That takes us to the next and most recent uh, edition of this that's come out. The alleged pedophiles in the Lover's Quarrel could turn on each other and this is kind of uh i think this was kind of the point of separating them and a lot of what's been going on is to try to get them talking and find out who knows what how much they know and who else is connected I think that's the important part is who else is connected like that's there hasn't been a lot of talk of this but man like anyway let's let's get to it um As the groundwork is being laid for the Georgia trial, prostitution, and pornography trial of Zachary and William Zulock, an activist LGBTQ couple facing multiple life sentences for allegedly raping, filming, and pimping out their adopted 9- and 11-year-old sons to other gay men in a suburban pedophile ring, one of the co-defendants is considering a plea deal, Town Hall has learned. From behind bars, Zachary divulged in a secret handwritten letter to an old co-worker, and a former roommate that he is willing to arrange a plea agreement for reduced prison time, as Tuesday's update on the stomach-churning Zulot case revealed. Let's contact the DA directly and maybe try to set a deal. Zachary, who has not pled guilty, wrote in a confidential note. And this is uh, for those who are uh, watching the video. We have the note here, uh, and I'll I'll include the link to this. Uh, posting in the show notes after his numerous attempt uh numerous failed attempts to personally negotiate with the walton county district attorney zachary was advised to proceed cautiously speak little and take heed that any communications written or spoken can be used against you in a court of law I was trying so hard to get the uh, DA involved and hear my side and work with me. It's just so hard to do it from inside here, Zachary pleaded in messages to a relative whose whistleblowing has since sparked a firestorm in the courtroom. A gag order was proposed by the prosecution at a pair of back-to-back motion hearings on February 1st where Judge Jeffrey F- uh, Foster sternly warned the Zulock co-defendants to be much more guarded with third-party conversations in light of the circumstances, referring to their taped jail calls and text exchange with the family member uh, that have been leaked to Town Hall. The judge's warning hasn't stopped either of the Zulocs from spilling their defense strategy to Town Hall's informants. So who's the ringleader? In the days following the February 1st motion hearings and the judge's cautionary statement in court, Zachary sent his family member a trove of jail ATM texts pinning the blame on his husband and insinuating that William was the one in charge of the operation. I never brought any men to our house. The cameras will prove that, Zachary repudiated when questioned about rumors floating in the family of the couple's open marriage. Surveillance cameras were installed in every square foot of our four bedroom, of the four bedroom, five bathroom, excuse me, five bathroom Zoolock mansion located at the end of a secluded and forested cul-de-sac, as part one of Town Hall's investigation detailed. William had a friend of his supposedly come and hang out on Mondays, since he didn't work Mondays, but I was under the impression that it was just as friends, Zachary countered in a text to a relative on February 4th, noting, uh, though nothing more, he stated. At the time, Zachary roomed with the friend he had named in the handwritten letter. He was beckoning men over for hookups and offering acquaintances to partake in threesomes with him and an ex-boyfriend, whom Zachary endearingly nicknamed the boss man, according to Facebook messenger chats. The three of them, Zachary, his ex-boyfriend, and the roommate mentioned in the letter, all bunked together before Zachary started dating William, his loyal partner in crime for, uh, in the summer of 2013. Today, Zachary follows gay pornographers in Atlanta who fetishize uh, I'm assuming that's Piss and Puppy Play with his Twitter account, Georgia Bottom Guy, and regularly peruses guys with iPhones on amateur gay porn website for any man to post pictures of themselves clutching more than their mobile devices. Zachary often chatted with these porn merchants on Facebook Messenger. This is some fucked up shit. Grinder, a geolocation based Gay Dating and Hookup app is where Zachary allegedly connected with at least one of the alleged members of the Atlanta area pedophile ring, Hunter Lawless of neighboring Loganville, who had squealed when police executed a search warrant on his mother's house hours before the Zulaks were apprehended. Police alleged that Lawless had downloaded child pornography of the older 11-year-old Zulak boy to his Google account, which triggered an emergency-level cyber tip. Upon capture, Lawless told police he was invited multiple times to participate in sexual acts with Zachary and his two sons. The family member pressed Zachary on the child pornographic photos he is accused of sending on Snapchat, where he allegedly bragged, I'm going to fuck my son tonight, stand by. 149 images collected at the Zulak mansions, two flash drives containing phone data, and a disk of data dump are in the state's evidentiary arsenal. Authorities also allegedly found a folder on Zachary's cell phone titled Us that stored videos of William sexually abusing their older child, who just turned 11 in December. Must have been on William's computer. I don't know, promise, Zachary responded, shrugging off the accusation. There were not hundreds of photos on my phone. If the police report says that, then that's a flat-out lie, Zachary exclaimed. I'm here because I let William manipulate me, and I didn't have a backbone, and I'm losing everything and everyone I love and care about. Please believe me, I really do need your love and support, Zachary exhorted in his, to his relative on February 5th. That's not a lie. Still partners in crime for life? You probably feel like you just drank from a fire hose, just Judge Foster told a gaunt William, who kept his bound hands clasped around his wrists throughout his 15-minute motion hearing. William, wearing large frame glasses and a cropped haircut, was dressed in a button-down, dark, navy-blue Walton County Jail jumpsuit that clung to his white thermal long johns underneath. Zachary still voiced some worry about William's physical well-being. He looked thinner than normal. He's picky about the food. I'm eating less, that's for sure. Uh, William, whose weight has since fallen to a skeletal 120 pounds, texted to the relative. My roommate, cellmate, does point out how little fluid I drink, which makes me miss Sack. Food here is awful, mostly, and it took them. Still are months to not bring food with dairy in it since I can't have my pills for that. William, who's lactose intolerant, has complained multiple times about the meals in detention, such as the low-grade quality of the deli meat in the jail's bologna sandwiches. But I'm doing okay just trying not to lose my mind, William typed, disclosing that he writes bi-weekly love notes to Zachary as they await trial. I write notes to him every two weeks, even though he won't see them until this is over, William mused on his on February 4th. Uh, This is a text message from William uh, that was sent to the family member, Um, and he just says, no, he hasn't. I don't even think the DA has given up much of a discovery pack yet to go off of. I can't say anything as of that. Only thing I can say is maybe write your questions to the lawyers, and we can try to answer them when we see them. If this place would just let face-to-face visitors here, we could talk better. Not sure if Barrow has visitors yet either. I'm eating less, that's for sure. My roommate does point out how little fluid uh, I drink, which makes me miss Zach. Food here is awful, mostly, and it took them, still are, months not to bring me food with dairy. But I'm doing okay, just trying not to lose my mind. I write notes to him every two weeks, even though he won't see them until this is over. So that's the full context of the of the message before. Um, I mean, we talked about this in part four of the series. Like, so sorry that prison is not a resort hotel where you get whatever food you want and have wonderful accommodations. Um, you did heinous shit that's still far better than what you'll ever deserve. To cope with the unfolding events, Zachary said he's been reading the Bible every day and he bought uh, that he bought from the jail's bookstore. I'm just asking you, So please don't give up on me, please. I can't do this alone, and unfortunately no one else will be there for me. Please don't leave me or forget me, I beg of you, Zachary implored the family member, who is one of his last remaining blood relatives, to continue contact with him. I want to tell you everything, but I can't from here, Zachary claimed the previous day. Lawyerless. As Town Hall previously reported, lock defense attorney Johnny Haldi moved to withdraw Zachary's counsel in response to Walton County District Attorney McGinley's motions to sever the Zoolocks, who are jointly indicted as co-defendants and disqualify Haldi from representing both clients. How do I decide between the two of you, Haldi had asked Zachary during his last in-person visit. William's side of the family saddled with the... Accruing legal fees alone has pumped $50,000 into Howdy's legal services. At the conclusion of the February 1st motion hearings, Foster approved Howdy's withdrawal papers, releasing the Georgia attorney from Zachary's criminal case. However, Howdy will stay on for the civil one, which decides if the state can forfeit the Zuloc property. If they're severed, excuse me. If they're severed and limited immunity is granted, the state can call upon Zachary and William to testify against each other at trial, meaning the marital partners would not be excused from testifying on the basis of the privilege against self-incrimination. In initial talks with police, Zachary was quick to blame William for starting the child sexual abuse court records indicate. As February's text disclosures demonstrate, Zachary is painting William as the manipulator who masterminded the whole operation. William, remaining steadfast in his allegiance to Zachary, had faltered in the fall during October telephone discussions with the family member. Pointing the finger back at Zachary, William maintained that he had no idea what's going on when heavily armed cops descended on their mansion. There's a lot of stuff that went on that I don't know about, William told the relative. Foster asked Zachary what his future plans are for legal representation going forward. I'm trying to get another attorney that is not a public defender, mumbled Zachary, who has found a local lawyer who's willing to take his individual case, but he can't find anyone, friends or family, to cough up the money to finance his criminal defense. In the aftermath of the motion hearing, Zachary asked his old co-worker to pay the $2,500 startup cost to re- retain his prospective private counsel, Macklin A. Smith Sr. I wish I had access to my phone to hire Macklin, but I don't, and I'm afraid a public defender would not fight for me the same way. But how can I ask someone to spend money on an attorney? I already did that. Zachary text his relative. The affluent couple's assets are still in the state's possession on a probable cause seizure warrant until the civil case's resolution. McGinley said that the Alcove Ju- uh, Judicial Circuit Public Defender's Office is already working with another defendant connected to the case, presumably, presumably Luis Viscaro Sanchez, one of the two alleged pedophiles. And the other being lawless from a nearby suburb, whom the Zuluak men allegedly solicited to engage in acts of prostitution with their 11-year-old adopted special needs son. Scarl Sanchez is being represented by a court-appointed attorney for the charges of felony sexual exploitation of children, enticing a child for indecent pur- purposes, which is an unrelated sex child, uh, unrelated child sex crime involving a 13-year-old boy. The Vizcaro Sanchez allegedly groomed in pursuit of sexual activities, plus 31 shoplifting-related offenses committed at the local Kroger store where he once worked. The assignment was made after the defendant was declared indigent as part two of Town hall series covered. The face on that motherfucker. Man. He just looks so smug. Ugh. So, there would have to be a con- conflict attorney appointment. Appointed, McGinley continued. A private attorney can be assigned by the court to handle the criminal case of an indigent defendant who cannot be represented by a public defender due to a conflict of interest. Foster then advised Zachary to confer with the public defender's office and assess the appointment. In the interim, if Zachary is able to retain independent counsel, he may do so. And there still may be some difficulties just because of the position of the case where we have co defendants and we have a potential. Bruton issue uh, and have potential Bruton issues, and we have pending immunity grants, Foster added. Now, defendants' confrontation clause rights are violated under the Bruton Act uh, rule when there is a joint trial of co defendants and the testimony statement of one co defendant who does not testify at trial is admitted to implicate the other co defendant. But the Bruton rule excludes only the statement of a non testifying co defendant that standing alone directly inculpates the defendant, as the Fulton County District Attorney Office in Atlanta explains. There is no brutal violation when the statement on its face does not incriminate the defendant, but becomes incriminating only when linked with other evidence introduced at trial. Meanwhile, William brainstormed in a February 8th text to a relative that Zachary should welcome a public defender and then argue that their excessive workload violates his Sixth Amendment rights to counsel, without interference from uh, in quality representation. As of Sunday, William is still fervently concerned about locating a lawyer for his hubby and placing money on Zachary's inmate books. William wants to file their federal and state taxes so they can use the tax returns to cover portions of the legal payments. This is great to hear his friends are helping out, helping us out, William said, of the men Zachary invoked in his handwritten letter. Did, did, did William see what was on their letter? Anyway, uh, this week, an inmate died of what was reportedly a drug overdose in the cell below Williams, he noted. Rumor is he OD'd on something, but I'm not sure, William wrote in a February 19th text message. Aside from being assaulted and threatened with sexual violence, Zachary claims he was drugged by a Barrow County Detention Center cellmate and sent to the jail's medical ward for stroke-like symptoms, as part four of Town Hall's expose covered. Just please check up on him, William texts the relative. Please let him know. I still love him and miss his face. William asked the family member, also requesting that Zachary is sent a collection of care packages carrying coffee and Monster Energy drinks for his upcoming 36th birthday on March 8th. Foster was firm on not ruling on any motion at this time and scheduled the subsequent court proceedings for next month when conflict and indictment issues, as well as the state's request for immunity grants and severance, will be addressed, allowing time for Zachary's new counsel to review the case, absorb the information, and speak with witnesses before arguments are presented. The uh, civil case pertaining to the forfeiture of the Zulak Mansion, which the state seized, will be heard on a separate date. Until then, the couple's house remains the property of the Walton County Sheriff's Office as the sign plastered on uh, to the front of the doorsteps. And more information will be coming out soon around this case. Um, This doesn't add a whole lot to what happened and we're not a whole lot closer to finding out anything more about this child's sex ring. But what it is doing is kind of laying the foundation for the for what's going to happen in court uh getting these two separated where that they can uh where that they would be able to testify against each other and start to get answers to questions that uh, they may not otherwise have to answer um also the fact that <clears throat> the one who seems to be a little more willing to talk about stuff uh is currently without legal representation. Uh, I'm not saying that it's. I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but it makes it more likely that he would be willing to squeal, to talk, to divulge information about things that have been going on, to actually like crack this thing open a little bit more, and reveal things. Um, I am concerned that there is a lot of information that will never come out around this thing. I mean, the like all the trips that they took about that it talked about in parts two and three, I believe. Um, like there was a lot of stuff going on, and during the entire time that all of that stuff was going on, they were regularly sexually abusing and assaulting their uh, adoptive children and recording it. And it's hard to believe that they were taking all these trips all over the country and living this lavish lifestyle. And uh, they were exclusively trying to pimp out their kids to some random locals, I guess. Where'd the money come from? Where'd all the money come from? If, if the money is legitimate, then legal counsel would be willing to take on their case because they know they're going to get paid. Uh, and if the money is questionable where it's coming from, that would give that would give them pause and, and might might be why they're not uh, Zachary's having trouble finding finding counsel to pick him up and having trouble finding people to uh, putting money towards this. So hopefully we get more answers here over the next couple of days and I will continue to cover this. I will also yeah, uh, really bright all of a sudden. I will also be uh, putting out some other stuff to break up the monotony that has been basically two two and a half straight weeks of just covering this. Um, I have a I have some interesting topics that I don't want to talk about. So so we may take a break from this for a couple of weeks and, and talk about some other stuff, and then we'll come back to this once more information comes out and we have the uh, a a date set for for some of the uh, some of the court proceedings and stuff. So. I will follow up with that. Uh, in the meantime, thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to share this stuff, all four, the first four parts and and this follow-up. Um, share it with everybody because it's not getting talked about at all. And people need to know what's going on. I mean, this stuff, is, this stuff is really fucked up. And it's not just happening in this one case. This just happens to be the one that got busted. Uh, so, yeah, share it. Share it, share it. Thanks. Before you go, make sure you check out our great sponsor, Agorist Acres. At agoristacres.com, you can find over 100 varieties of seeds. They've got vegetables, flowers, all kinds of stuff. They've got heritage brands, everything that you want to start any kind of garden that you need. It's free shipping on any order of $20 or more. They've got cool packaging, and most of the seeds come in a fancy glass vial, no paper envelopes. They accept U.S. dollar and crypto, and can easily take either at checkout. Now be sure to head over to agoristacres.com and anything that you get, use the promo code FCT at checkout for 10% off your order. I say all the time that you need to be starting your own garden, you need to be growing your own food, you need to be getting off the grid and becoming less dependent on grocery stores and stuff like that. Agorist Acres is a great first start. They've got everything you need for whatever kind of garden you want. Great people, great product highly recommend. Let's go check them out.